if you have a passion for something, you shouldn't let your what if stop you. Because what if is like you saying, I'm comfortable where I'm at. I don't want to move. I don't want to shake. I just want to stay in this position because I don't know what the end will be. But if you never try, how will you ever know? And it's just like for me, for, for example, with this business, now I have, I mean, I've been going full-time business. So now if I did not take that leap from that nine to five, I wouldn't be able to be in this position to be able to move around, go to places when I need to go to places and all those different things. So I could have been stuck in a place that did not bring me happiness, that did not bring my business to its next level or to its next potential because I was afraid of the what if. But sometimes you have to leap to get to where you're going. Because if you stay in that place of letting fear run you, because what if, let me go ahead and break this down, and it's going to be some real breaking down. So when you say what if, is not, when you say what if, I feel like that's a negative connotation. It's nothing positive when you say what if. So what if comes along with fear? What if comes, comes with worry? What if comes with anxiety? What if comes with stress? And what if comes with, I don't know, I'm just over it. So it has so many different layers. So now you're stressing, you're struggling, your anxiety is high because now you are so afraid to move when if you move past that, you don't have nothing to worry about. Just try it. If you fail, you fail. If you win, you win. But you have to move past that block. You have to picture that what if as a wall. And if I climb over this wall, it can be where the milk and honey is at. Because it's just like, for instance, in the Bible where they talked about the Red Sea party, they was all like, what if, this is crazy, y'all. You see this water go up and we got a cross here? What if we walking across in this waterfall? They, they did not question it. They kept their minds on their goal because they knew they had a purpose on the other side. So once they knew that they had a purpose on the other side, the what if went out the window because it's either I'm going to get that by Pharaoh or I'm going to drown. So I'm going to choose drowning or I'm going to my prosperity versus letting me go back to where I was back in slavery. Because sometimes things are holding you bound by chains. Oh, I'm going somewhere. It's been holding back in chains. And you want to stay and let that catch up to you. But instead of you worrying about letting that catch up to you, you just need to keep moving forward and not letting that what if stop you. Because literally, the people stayed there and looked at Moses. Because I'm picturing in my mind how that um, the special that comes on. Everybody looking like, oh, no, what are we going to do? What if Pharaoh catches us? What if we got to go back? What if we got to do this? But in Moses... He was calm. He was cool. He was collective. And that's, and you got to listen to the words that I said. He was calm. He was cool. And he was collective. Those are positive words. So with those positive words being put out, you're able to handle the what if. He said, he heard God say, lift up your staff. He lift up the staff and then just did it. He didn't say, well, what if it don't work? He just did it. Like if he did not listen to what God instructed him to do, where would they be? So it's like you would just have to put your mindset to be able to push past the what if. 
But Danielle, what do you kind of think? Like, how can people like work towards getting over that what if? Because that power of that what if is strong. It's strong. It is like it's a real stronghold that people really gotta break. But what do you feel like that people can do to kind of start breaking that stronghold? For me, so when you were talking about like the negative connotation that comes with the what if, I started really thinking about going to how I first like started my transition from Jackson, Tennessee to Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was comfortable in Jackson, right? But I was just uncomfortable enough to think about moving. That makes sense. Let me rewind it because somebody missed it. I was comfortable in Jackson, but I was just uncomfortable enough to start thinking about moving. But then the moment I started thinking about moving, the what if kicked in because the comfort in Jackson was so strong, that stronghold you talked about, comfort was so strong that I was like, if I move to Chattanooga, then what if? I'm, I'm away from, I'm further away from my family. So what if I need them to be there? It's gonna take them longer. I, I'm, I don't know anybody in Chattanooga. So what am I going to do? What if I need somebody? I don't know anybody in Chattanooga. Here's how you, this is to answer your question. Here's how you get past that what if stumbling block in your life. And you turn your what if I do this into what if I don't do it though? How do you get to that point? How do you shift your perspective from what if I do this, then this will happen. But wait a minute, what if I don't do it? I'm still stuck here, nothing changes. If I don't do it, nothing changes. But what if I do it now? I'm in a whole nother realm, which is that evolving you, which is how you get to your next realm. You can't stay, you can't get to the next realm if you don't attack your what ifs head on. You will always be in the level of comfort if you don't attack your what if. There, there are so many so many business owners, and I'm saying that, and you haven't started your business yet, but there are so many business owners watching this saying, what if I start this business? I don't have money for it. I don't have clients. I don't have material I need, but I need this. Um, I don't really have the knowledge. I never owned a business before. How do I do this? What if what if this goes wrong? What if I lose this? What if this person don't accept me? What if this person starts judging me? When you take out all of the what ifs, you're really, what you're creating, you're creating new excuses. So that's that's how the first, mm, the first thing, because I'm getting excited, I'm getting ahead of myself, let me calm me down. The first thing you really need to do that overcome your obstacle what ifs is to understand that in reality, your main what if is your biggest excuse. And your excuse is keeping you in your comfort zone. And when you look at your comfort zone, is it really that comfortable if you're thinking about shifting? Mm, that that's so in. If you look at your comfort zone, is it really that comfortable if you're thinking about moving? If your business has been weighing heavy on you and you keep saying, what if I start this business, but I don't really know what I'm doing, so I won't. There's something in you that's telling you to do it, but because you're comfortable with where you are, you won't do it. And that's the what if that holds us back. It's not, I want to say, actually, Cardiola, the challenge the topic of this podcast, the power of what if, the power of what if really lies within the power of your own mindset. 
Because it's not the what if, it's you being comfortable with being comfortable that you're allowing your what if to overpower your vision. You're allowing what if to overpower your dream. This, if God gave you a vision, okay, what if it goes wrong and it goes not the way you wanted it to go? If God gave you the vision, he will make a way. God made a way, he parked the Red Sea. They didn't see that coming, but it was a vision and they pressed because it was, if God gave me the vision and he gave me the direction, why would I allow my natural what if to hold me back if God already gave me a spiritual vision? Well, I, I feel like that's the first thing, that's the first step to your question, Cardell. How do you overcome that what if obstacle? You have to eliminate the excuses. You have to, have to eliminate those excuses because excuses are connected to being comfortable. And in order to go to the next realm, you can't be comfortable. It is not comfortable getting in a spaceship and going to a different level where you <clears throat> are weightless. You're going out of this, literally out of this world. You're weightless. The gravity is different. The atmosphere is different. You're breathing different because you're in a different realm. If you wanted to stay comfortable, breathe the same oxygen, be on the level ground, be on the same level as everybody else, then stay on earth. You don't want to go to the next realm. Stay where you are. Chill right there. But if you are ready to go to the next atmosphere, you have to eliminate the what if. If everybody lived in a world of what ifs, we would not have a lot of things that we have. We would not have the electric vehicles that we have. We wouldn't have Apple products. We would not have the um some some of these te the technology that we have we wouldn't have that we wouldn't have the medical knowledge that we have we to talk about this pandemic we wouldn't have a vaccine if we lived in what if like i feel like just eliminating the excuses it it eliminates that blockage it eliminates that wall that's stopping you it eliminates that i don't know if i believe in myself so i'm just gonna say comfortable I think, I think, I think now this me, we, we, this me, my Memphis was this me though. <laughs> we, I'm just saying, I just feel like that what if is really tied to excuses. And I feel like that it, because like you said, pulled out a perfect point. It's all about your mindset. And I know your mindset is one of those things. It's hard. Because when you get stuck in that place, it's hard for you to move from that place. So it's like, you, because they probably like, you're saying all this stuff. I get what you're saying, but my mindset ain't going to change. But you got to sit down and train your mind to understand why you're feeling this way. So write everything out on a piece of paper. Let your eyes see it. Not just thinking in your head. Write out why you don't think it's going to happen. And write out what you think if you actually did it, what would happen. See how it's going to outweigh what is not going to happen and what will happen. Because my thing is, you never know until you try it. One time I listened to this podcast that Daniel sent me, and it says sometimes we think about things so much in our head that we want to go ahead and perfect it in our head. But you are perfecting it in your head, but you're not actually perfecting the actions. You're not actually working everything out. So how can you put that in perspective of what's going to happen if you're not actually working that vision, if you're not working that standard, if you're not doing everything that you need to do because you're stuck in that what if? Because if you move past it, 
and I mean really move past it, you will see a huge difference. Because I even go back to the movie all the time, the Spider-Man movie with Miles as Spider-Man. He kept saying, you have a gift on the inside of you that you need to pull out. But when you pull it out, it's going to be on the other side of that what if. Miles knew he had the power. He got a glimpse of the power that he was had, but he did not know how to tap into it. So we all know that we have different gifts and talents. And the gifts and talents that we have, we have to pull them out of us to utilize them. We have to move them the way that they need to be moved. So my, with me saying that is, in the movie, Miles knew he had the power. He just didn't know how to tap in. But then it took Miles to tap in when he stood on top of that building and he said, you know what? I'm not concerned about what if. I'm not concerned about how. I'm just going to do it. And he jumped and he got access to everything that he needed. Because that's even how it worked with Danielle. She told you that story of how she moved from Jackson to Chattanooga and she had no family. She knew nobody there. She didn't know how everything was going to work. But her moving to Chattanooga opened so many different things. Danielle has so much family as if she had family, like her family was in Memphis. She has so much family and friends in Chattanooga that it's ridiculous. Like she can always come to Chattanooga and have somewhere to go, have somewhere to stay. She ain't got to worry about no meals. She ain't got to worry about nothing but just showing up. So it's just like if she didn't move to Chattanooga and stayed there, the transition wouldn't even have been formed because I wasn't going to Jackson because I know what Jackson looked like. No shade don't of Jackson. Come with Jackson. Don't do it. I'm just saying. That just ain't where I'm going to go. But it's just the fact of that if she didn't, if she was concerned with her what if so much, she would not be living her dream of starting a business. She would not be living her dream of doing this podcast because everything that Daniel has set out to say that she wanted to do, it has manifested because she moved past that what if. She said that she always wanted to start a business, a branding business to help small businesses and everything of that nature. She did that check off the list. Danielle said that I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to get in front of people and really talk to people and be that public speaker. She is, we started evolving you. Check on the list. So it's like so many things that we that could have stopped us because even starting this podcast, we said, what if we do this podcast? What if nobody listens? What if this don't happen? What if that don't happen? We had those what ifs. But we said it doesn't matter if nobody listens. It doesn't matter if we don't get it, um, get it right or we just don't hear the same random stuff. But we be dropping gold. We be dropping them nuggets. But it's the fact of we pushed past the what if and just did it. And now we have been on here consistently every single two weeks. No matter what's going on in our life, no matter where we're traveling to, we made sure that we get this podcast to you all because we know if we stopped it, if the consistency stopped, if everything stopped, what would be the purpose anymore? So you, know you have to know. Right there, your point, if you stop it because you made an excuse as to why you can't keep going, your excuse now delays your vision. Oh, that's a, that's gonna be a podcast right there. That's gonna don't let your oh say that one more time for the people. They need to hear that one more time. Everyone, what I had said was, 
whenever you stop something, you usually stop because of an, ex of an excuse. And then your excuse delays your vision. And that's going to be a podcast. So be ready for that one. Don't let your excuse stop your vision. Because so many people get caught up in that. Like you got to sometimes put on the blinders and just go. Because what am I looking around for? Because you have to look at to people are going to tell you that don't make sense. Don't worry about what they say don't make sense. Because what is for me is for me. What God laid out on that table for the feast for me to eat, that's going to be for me to eat. You may not like the same things that I eat. You may not understand my journey or my struggle, but you can't let somebody else's thought process hinder where you're going because you have ideas. You have all these things, but just because somebody keeps placing what ifs in your life, this means that you have to let that what if go in your ear and go out the other one because you can't let all of that what if consume you because you have a gift on the inside that you have to utilize out of everybody in this world you are still unique in the craft that you were in no matter if everybody in a moment is doing it you are still unique in your craft it doesn't matter you may have one thing in your mind you may have one play one story, one recipe, one something. You have it on the inside of you to do it, but you keep letting other people place what ifs in your mind. You keep putting what's, what ifs in your mind yourself. So pull off that burden, pull off that stronghold of the what if, because we declare and that it will not hold on you no more because you are going to make the conscious decision, I will be free from my what if. Well, that's good. So on this podcast, I feel like y'all know a lot about our business and our lives. So I might as well keep that transparency train going here. I'm going to, I went back in my phone because I keep notes. I'm a writer for everyone who doesn't know. Um, Cardio's background is marketing. My background is journalism. I'm in news. Um, and basically, if I'm hopping from city to city, I'm hopping because I'm going from a higher to higher news markets just as a background for this letter. Um, so when I first moved in Chattanooga, when I first moved to Chattanooga, I don't know what I just said, <laughs> in August of 2015, I wrote myself a letter. I don't know if y'all can see my phone, you can't because of virtual backgrounds, whatever. But I wrote myself a letter on August 12, 2015. I don't know what I was going through, but the title of this was Danielle's Decision Drama, right? Um, I said, the awkward moment when you feel like you made a right decision for your career, but a huge mistake for your sanity. I've been going back and forth with the decision to move or to stay. Or to stay. I decided to move only because I feel like I didn't know the right questions to ask. I feel like if I would have known my old job, I won't bless him, but y'all can go search me. I feel like if I would have known my old job would have offered me what I asked for in the beginning I would have stayed because that would have meant a comfortable shift mm, that's a keyword and comfortable pay another keyword I screwed myself the only thing left to do now is suck it up and live with the, live with the decision I made a literally I literally made a bed and I have to lay in it at the moment and I said hopefully one day God will open my eyes to see the good in the, in the decision I made on August 10, 2015. And I signed this letter, a confused Danielle. 
Now, I'm glad I wrote myself that letter. Because when I go back, when I think about it, here's the thing, exactly what Cardell said. And I was thinking about this the other day, which is weird that we're doing this podcast now. Had I not moved to Chattanooga, although I did not know anyone, and I felt like I was moving, and it seemed wrong at the time, had I not moved and I stayed in my comfort because I wrote in a letter that my old job offered me what I wanted and it was comfortable, but had I stayed in that comfort, this is what would not have happened, I feel, or this is how my vision would have been delayed. When I moved to Chattanooga, I grew in God. I, my spiritual walk with Christ grew tremendously. I never fasted as much as I fasted in Chattanooga. I never went to church as much as I went to church in Chattanooga. I never read my Bible, let's be honest, as much as I read it when I was in Chattanooga. My spiritual journey in God grew. And as my spiritual journey in God grew, here it is. I never made as much money as I ever made before I moved to Chattanooga. God just started to bless me all around. I started tithing more. I started giving more. And then when I got into the church, here's Cardell. Cardell came in and said, hey, um, we're starting. He, wanted, he, was, he had a background in marketing. And then, as you all know, the story of our pastor, he wanted to do this group with the millennials. And me and him were in this group and we started talking. He was like, wait a minute. You want to start a business about marketing? I want to start a business about marketing. Then let's link up. We didn't know each other, but had I not moved to Chattanooga and been right there where God wanted me to be because he was growing me spiritually in that church, I church hopped when I first got there. I moved and I was like, oh, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not really feeling this preacher. I'm not feeling this preacher. But I really felt like God spoke to me at Greater Community. So I was going there faithfully. And because of my faithfulness to God, he then connected some dots along the way, which is when he brought in Cardell. Because truth be completely told, I, my vision, my vision, that's why I messed up, was to have a marketing business with a family member. But that didn't work out, obviously. So now we're here because God knew what he was doing. He knew that if I would have had this business with a family member, then there would have been some fallouts. It wouldn't be smooth. There would be so much stress. But God, here, this is how he works. He says, I'm going to move you out of your comfort zone. I got to take you to a city where you don't know anybody. And I'm going to give you everything you need. I'm providing every single need, your spiritual need. I'm going to provide your financial need. I am going to provide your business partner. You don't even know him yet. You never met him, but he is in Chattanooga. This is what I need you to do. I need you to move past your what if and move past your just do it. You move past your what if and move to your just faith it. Because right now you can't lay in comfort when you're faithing it. You can't be comfortable and say, I'm faithing it. Faith is not comfortable. I just want to throw that out there <laughs> for the people in the back. Faith is not meant to be comfortable. Faith, when you say, God, I have faith in you, you have to move. You have to um, have some action with your faith. You have to put some work in your faith. That's what the Bible says. Faith without work is that. You have to put some work in. So in order for God to really fulfill the vision, I had to move. I had to trust him. And that letter, I'm glad I wrote myself that letter because, man, it really shows me how immature I was spiritually. 
it shows me how I'm just looking at the natural of I'm here. I don't know anybody. I'm confused. I don't know what God is doing, which is just like him to move you to a new city and you're confused. And he's just like, this crazy girl. She's just sitting here crying. I don't know why she's crying because I'm about to open up a door for her that she won't even have room enough to receive the blessing, but she tripping, but whatever. Um, but I feel like all of that happened and had I stayed in comfort, I would have delayed my vision. I'm, I'm, I'm through and I'm finished. And that makes so much sense because you brought up a very valid point. Like during that time when I was writing, because I don't know where my note is, but I, I wrote this note out that I wanted to start a marketing business because I knew how hard it was coming out of college with a marketing degree and to walk in that and not be able to pour, have somebody pour into me because that's really what you need when you come straight out of college. Like, okay, I done learned all this stuff. I learned all this material. So it's like, what do I do? Cause it's like, nobody wants to hire you with just a bachelor's degree. Nobody, they don't, they don't want to train you. They want you to quote unquote, be already pre-trained before you get there. But how does that work when I just got straight out of college? So then that's when I came up in my mind, why don't I just start a business? And I wrote all the schematics out that I want to have a business that has four interns that I get from universities and have them walk in. And this can be like the beginning of their full-time job because that was my main focus. And to go into branding and marketing and all the different type of stuff. And then for Danielle to randomly, I mean, it was just a random situation to come in and have the same mindset and we mashed those two ideas together. And that's how the transition was born. But trust me, it was a lot of what ifs. And it was a lot of praying in the midst of it. Because we even had a prayer at the church. And this is what really put the icing on the cake, I feel like. We was at church and the pastor was praying because we was doing like monthly prayers at the church with the millennials. And one thing that he told her was everything that you're going to touch is not going to turn to gold. And then some other things were said. And then for me, he said, everything that you touch is going to turn to gold. And I'm thinking like, hold on, he touching me, but he just said that to her. So then we got in our mind, like right after the prayer, we was just like, hey, I got this great idea. What if we started business. You see how we changed the perspective of the what if. It wasn't what if she crazy. I just said, hey, what if we start a business? And she's just like, hmm, okay, okay. I can entertain that because I got the same idea. We got the same idea. And then things just trickulated. So as things started moving and shaking, we sat down. I was doing meetings and everything. Even when things got confusing, like, what, what is this paperwork we got to fill out? We got to get a business license, a county license. Then we got to get this. Then we got to get that. Do we sure we want to do this? Because this is a lot of money that we forking out up front. Like, what if we don't have enough money or we don't have enough clientele to come in and keep continuing this business? Like, uh, what do we do? But we kept pushing because we knew we had a purpose and we had a dream. And we had to work that purpose and that dream to go to that next level. So to look at us now from that baby faith to this real life faith that we're in right now, because the business has been going strong for three years. We could have gave up countless times, countless times, but we said we have a purpose and a reason for everybody. 
So that's why we started this business. And that's why we started this podcast. So y'all, y'all just strap up because the transition is going to take you from places. It's going to shift your mindset. We are definitely ready to take y'all to the next round. And we hope that we have been really pouring into y'all because we really just, that's what our main goal is, is to help people realize their true potential because everybody has potential. You just got to pull it out of them. No, for sure. I, I agree with all that. Everyone has potential. You just have to pull it out. And sometimes you have to pull it out of yourself. You don't, it, I mean, why are you waiting on somebody else to pull something out of you? You can pull it out of yourself if you just dig deep and change your what if. As Cardell said, it's not a what if I do this. It's like, wait a minute, what if we start a business? Like, what if the world could really shift? So I, you know what? I'm excited. I'm glad I made that move. I see now what God was doing. I did not understand it then. But I do understand that song. You know the same saying, you understand it better by and by. I get that song now. I did not understand it when I was drunk. I was like, I understand it better by and by. What is by and by? But I get it now. You will understand it if you just keep going come on here dory if you just keep swimming you will understand it better by and by if you stop in the middle of the ocean guess what you just stuck in the middle of the ocean and then if you go back guess what you gotta start from scratch but if you just keep swimming oh why you preach by the knee we really can. I already preached the whole message, so just be on the lookout. Nemo will preach, man. I've enjoyed this topic. I have really enjoyed this topic, and I think really the core of what we want you to get from this is don't allow your what if to stop you. If anything, allow it to fuel you and to press past excuses, press past that wall of what ifs and tell yourself, I'm not going to stop at what if I do this, then what? I'm going to go towards, why not? Like, what if I do this and the world changes? Like, change, change the other side of your what if. Change it from what if I do this and it fails to what if I do this and it succeeds? Or what if I don't do this and I missed out on the opportunity? You have to change your perspective. Um, Carter, anything else you want to add on that? Yeah, one thing I want to say is sometimes... You gotta you gotta take a risk to get a big risk in return, and that this meaning I'm taking a big risk on this. What if? But this big risk, I mean, this big what if is giving me a big return. That's what I meant to say the first time. So sometimes you gotta take a big risk to get a big return. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, because sometimes we don't want to be risky because we always want to play it safe and comfortable. But just think changing your perspective you know that's my favorite word in every podcast i gotta give you how to change your perspective and the way to change your perspective is understanding that sometimes i gotta take this big risk to get a big return 100 um as always we thank you all for watching for listening to us do us a huge favor like us on Facebook, like our group, like us on Instagram, 
at Digitally Evolving. We appreciate your support. We thank you so much. And if you are starting a business or you know someone who is starting a business and they are like, I just don't know what to do. I don't understand this marketing thing. I don't know how to jumpstart my business plan. This is what you can do. Listen, 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 listen. This is how good God is. Listen. Oh, he's so good. He dropped into your life an amazing marketing agency that's not just about the money, but they're about building your brand. They're not just about coming in and taking over your business, but they are about shifting your plan and molding it to fit you perfectly. What's the name of that agency? I'm so glad you asked. It's called the Transition Digitally Evolving. How do you reach them? Contact at transitioningyou.com. Contact at transitioningyou.com. Visit their website. It's amazing. I heard transitioningyou.com. Um, yeah, look how God, look how good God is. He just dropped their great agency right there for you and your friends. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. God is so amazing. Oh, he is good, man. Um, we thank you all for your support. Thank you for sharing this podcast on YouTube on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Anchor FM, WordPress. Shout out to our WordPress followers. I don't think we hyped them up enough. We don't, we don't. WordPress, y'all have our email jumping. Shout out to all of our WordPress supporters. We really do appreciate you. We see the likes, we see you watching, we see you support, and we, we see you supporting. And we truly, truly appreciate it. We say thank you. I think I'm done with all of my thank yous. I feel like I'm accepting a Grammy Award. I'm through. You're right. I'm, I'm talking too much. Thank you all for your support. And until the next episode, guys, do not forget to embrace your next ram. Bye.